1: 11 o'clock hour, it's Cody and Gold hanging out here on a red Monday in KC. Chiefs welcoming in the Dolphins on Saturday night, 7 o'clock. Of course, you can hear the game over on 106.5 The Wolf on television. It is on Peacock, but don't worry, again, locally in Kansas City, it will be on your local NBC affiliate, our friends over at KSHB 41. Someone on the text line probably summed everything up and said, F this cold, bleepy rain. Yeah, that's accurate. Yeah, that's, it's awful. That's, I think we're, we're with you. Yeah, that's what it's going to be until later on today and eventually snow, and we'll see. But we'll, we'll be here all week, man. We'll be here all week. You know what we, you should do this week? What I bring, I Bring do. out the inner child
2: in yourself, and for the first time in, I assume, 20 years, you should go sledding. Get a sled. Just by
1: myself. Find some snow. You're That's weird. Go. It doesn't
2: matter. Just go you can by come myself. Come with my kids if you want. I'm gonna drive
1: all the way up north <laughs> to go sledding. There, if there's anything, there's plenty. There, there's plenty closer to me that I could could go.
2: Just get out there and feel like a kid again. You know. Someone says already
1: dumping snow in Topeka. Our friends out out west. What's it gonna look like by the time we get out of the station today? I think we'll be fine driving home today. It's gonna be because we're out of here by well, we got a meeting or two, but we'll be out of here by three ish. We'll be fine. Tomorrow's morning commute will be, I'm sure, a mess for many, many people, yeah. including us. How
2: early are you leaving? I don't know yet. Yeah, let's yeah. say
1: you walk outside your door, you see four inches of snow. How early are you leaving? Yeah, I'll check before I go to bed tonight. You know, kind of like see where things are trending tonight. Um, but to get here by 830 tomorrow, most likely, normally I, would, I wouldn't I would have to leave that. Early. I would say with how the roads probably will be tomorrow,
3: I'll probably have to leave by about 740.
2: Yeah, that feels right.
3: My wife sure, is to be at work at Yeah, I, I'll be okay. I think I'll probably leave. I, I don't know. I just, I'll, I'll gauge how things are going. Metcalf is busy enough that maybe they'll have things cleared, but I don't know Kansas City that well. haven't been here that long to know how they pave the roads. My wife is to be at work at seven, so I think she's going to be <laughs> maybe yeah. a little bit, uh, she'll have to deal with less traffic, but maybe more. Uh, I guess snow on the commute. Who's going Look, to the been, mall tomorrow?
2: We, well, they, who they, are yeah. you working sometimes, for? Well, sometimes they, they, the inventory.
1: Mall, sometimes the mall will close if it gets really, really bad too. Oh, inventory day. Okay, yeah, I she's hear doing you. inventory. Look, we've actually been spoiled with the weather it's all to there. this point. Problem solved. We really have. Right? November and December, man, were. Like super mild. So we're good. Anyway, it's good. It's good for the Chiefs opponent. Uh, the, the fact that it's the Dolphins in the cold weather. If it was Buffalo, like Buffalo's used to miserable weather, it is a serious advantage to have the Dolphins coming into town where it's likely going to be like five degrees outside. So I do appreciate that. And props to those that will be out at Arrowhead on uh, Saturday evening.
2: I was actually giving our guy Vinny Pasquantino some get warm tips because I oh, believe yeah. he's planning on being at the game on Saturday. Hey, Vinny, here's Saturday. some advice.
1: Club level. <laughs> You've got the money. Club level, Vinny. That's my advice for you. Club level. Because then level. you can go inside. Also, it is the I best before the th- game starts, man. You just sit in there, it's nice and warm. And you don't have to go out there till like 15 minutes before kickoff. There's a lot of great warm weather gear that
2: like is battery powered or just warm in general for yeah. your chest, for your legs. Yeah. The thing that you and I were discussing before the show that everyone always makes a mistake on. Don't forget about your feet. Your feet is mm. the thing that you never make warm enough. Get some. Get some heater, get some heated socks. I don't get Heated anything. socks,
1: something for warmers. the feet. yep, yep. And then the old trick, anybody that's been to Arrowhead for Stand many, many cardboard. years, you bring a little slab of cardboard because you're standing on that ice cold brick of concrete and your feet are going to turn to bricks. Anyway, it's going to be a wild one out at Arrowhead. Uh, we know Travis Kelsey after sitting yesterday. I, I'm excited for this because as much as I did want him to get 16 yards, but we played you the audio earlier. We can play it again where uh, Andy talked about how Travis was just being unselfish by... Uh, say, no, 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 no. That would be a selfish thing for me to do to try to play uh, for 16 yards and all that. But I, I will say, as someone says, by the way, battery, uh, battery-powered battery clothing oh, really? not allowed inside well, Arrowhead. Maybe just Kling gets that. They huh? also said cardboard not allowed inside Arrowhead. Man, these aren't the 90s anymore. What the hell Times happened? Times have changed, man, you oh, know. Man. Fine. Just get uh, some, Anyway, like- Yeah. Kelsey, so just the hot, fresh, man. healthy Kelsey is exciting to me, though, entering this game on, on Saturday, right? Like, yeah. he's been banged up this year. I know on the injury report, other than week one, he really hasn't been on the injury report, per se, from a serious standpoint. But he's been banged but, up. But he, and he's older. I mean, just it's a lot of wear and tear on your body. And, and it's been a frustrating year. I think that was ended up, I think we're going to be thankful that he did not play this past Sunday, yesterday, against the Chargers, and that he's going to be fresh and ready to roll for the playoff run. I
2: think it would have been... Um, I honestly think it would have been understandable if he had gone for the 16 yards. Gold, when we... So when the graphic shows up eventually when he gets elected into Canton, you do realize that the stat that he could have gone for this year, that's like the third byline on it. It's going to say, Travis Kelsey. And then it's going to say, like, second all-time or first all-time NFL receiving yardage at tight end, wherever he ends Mm -hmm. up. And then it's going to say, two-time Super Bowl champ. And then the third line is going to be seven consecutive 1,000-yard seasons. Would have been eight consecutive 1,000-yard seasons. It would have been easy, really easy to justify going back out there. But good for Travis for admitting what is the obvious here, but a very difficult thing to do personally, which is it doesn't matter. I don't want to look selfish. It's a selfish thing to go out there with those 16 yards and what we all know. He had every chance to get that yardage throughout the season. He had 16 games, well, 15 in his case, games to pick up the 16 extra yards a million different times. He didn't get it, streak dies, and he moves on. And in my head, it doesn't change the, like, our conversation of, is Travis a 1,000-yard receiver for this year? Because he could have been if he have hung out for one more game for no reason. Well, but he I,
1: didn't do it just to do it. I also think it's, when we talk legacy, yeah, eight, eight sounds better than seven straight, but – if it truly is going to do wonders for him, the way I think it has a chance to, in terms of being fresh and healthy for the playoff run. Well, how do you add to your legacy? Oh, that's right. Going to a six straight AFC title game or getting to a Super Bowl, or winning your third ring. Like that's how you can impact Who cares about your... the thousand yard seasons when yeah. you're winning Super Bowls? I mean, if Travis Kelsey is fresher, that changes everything. I mean, because look, it doesn't mean suddenly that uh, teams are going to play the chiefs way differently than they have all year. No, but, Knowing the attention Travis gets, if he's a little healthier and quicker off his feet, like, that's a huge thing for this football team, uh, and I, I think there's probably very few people on this team that could have used that day off more than him.
2: And Andy doesn't do it the way that other coaches do, because, like, Travis Kelsey is officially the point of his career. If it were a different coach, he would get that every Wednesday, vet day off, and he would more than deserve it, okay? Travis Kelsey's putting his time for this organization. He's got every accolade on the planet. He's the single greatest tight end to ever play this position. If we want, I want, two, three more years of Travis Kelsey playing at a high level, and I think that that's still possible for Kelsey. He's going to need a few of these. He's going to need a few of these like, oh, we got the bye week, so I got to just like put my feet up and not work that hard today. Overall, it's a good thing for Travis but I was still surprised
1: when, how early that he would chose they, not to get the 16 yards. You know? How early do you think they knew he wasn't playing? What I mean by that, there were rumors, by the way, going back to Taylor Swift, there were rumors she had a suite and then canceled it a day or two before. Do you think he's known, he knew his Probably. Thursday or Friday?
2: I'll bet they asked him earlier in the week. He said, hey, let me think about it. I'm trying to decide. And, and by the way, this is also clear. And he gave him the choice. Andy he said, hey, man, you want to go get those 16 yards? It's cool with me. I get it. But if you just want to rest... You don't have to feel like you need to go out there for us, which is the right answer. Mm-hmm. And I think it was right of Andy to give him the choice. This is the easiest home run win of all time, by the way. He looks like the least. Oh, looks great. The, the thing we hate the most about athletes is like what Aaron Rodgers, right? He just, uh, he just spoke to the media for his end-of-the-year press conference, and he said, we got to get rid of all the BS that's not about football in this building. And oh. I just want to remind you of the oh. week Aaron Rodgers had last week and why it's a bit rich hmm. that he would be the voice of that. He comes off as the most selfish person on the planet most of the time. Travis Kelsey comes off as a guy who could have gotten this accomplishment that is very cool and probably means a lot to him, but instead sat because you're right, Gold. It's more important that Travis Kelsey gets one less game of rest or 10 less snaps and just suit up and rest and be ready for the playoff run because that's all we care about in Kansas City now is Super Bowls. Not playing in the wild card or getting to a divisional or getting to an AFC title game, having enough juice for Travis Kelsey to play four playoff games. Which, by the way, had not play four very often during these runs. The Chiefs have been playing two or three because of their either getting the AFC title game and having to buy all this time.
1: Yeah, here I, you know, I thought I thought Aaron Rodgers was very self reflective and, and aware of everything that he he does. I I thought that was He's who he not. was. Okay, oh, I, I thought he was
2: not his strength. Um, he. I assume that if you sat him with, like, a psychotherapist for a while, he would probably be diagnosed a narcissist. <laughs> that's that's a hunch. I don't want to say for sure, but I think in a clinical setting, with a couple of team of doctors taking a good, hard look at everything he said for the past year, probably fall in that range. Hmm.
1: We'll get to the trash of the day coming up in about 10 minutes or so. I, I do want to talk about what has become a great story in the NFL, and all of a sudden could be a team we're talking way more about. In fact, I already know the answer for next year is yes. That's the Houston Texans, who out of nowhere have won the AFC South, the Jaguars. Whoo, we'll talk about them in a second. They started 8-3 and, um, and missed the postseason. Mm-hmm. The Texans, with a rookie quarterback and CJ Stroud, who, by the way, missed two games due to a concussion as well around, along this ride, lost Tank Dell, who was having a great rookie campaign, has a first-year head coach in D'Amico Ryan. All of a sudden, the Texans are hosting a playoff game this weekend against Joe Flacco and the Cleveland Browns, a game which... The Texans very well could win and end up having an opportunity to go to Baltimore the following week and shock the world. CJ Stroud's the real deal. We've known that he's going to easily be offensive rookie of the year. And he's going to be a very popular MVP pick next year. I can promise you that because he'll be like
2: 10th or 11th in the odds, which is the sweet spot.
1: And I think D'Amico Ryan by winning the AFC South should suddenly be coach of the year. Stefanski, very impressive. But now that, D'Amico won won the AFC South. I, I think he has a very, very strong case for that. But are the Texans the, the next team? We've talked for years, and we still will, about Cincy and Buffalo, and these, these biggest contenders. Baltimore, if they win a playoff game or two, will probably be that that team again. Sure. But the Texans are going to be that. We thought Jacksonville, I, the Texans have super, surpassed them the way the quarterback play is right now in Jacksonville with, with Trevor Lawrence. C.J. Stroud is the guy that has a chance to be a top five they're, quarterback, they're, not Trevor Lawrence anymore.
2: Not just because they won the division this year. They just have already surpassed him because the Jags have blown the rookie quarterback window. It's done. It's over. This was the final year. You're you're cooked now. You're going to have to start paying him soon, so sorry, but you're done. The Texans are in year one of yeah. rookie quarterback. Mode. They got four more cheap years of C.J. Stroud before they got to pay him. They've already won their division, even though they got four more short years. They already... Have weapons for him because Tankdale will come back next year. Nico Collins has had a really nice. They got to sign him now. He's a
1: free agent, I think.
2: Yeah. So between the two of them and whatever they could do in the draft, because again, it's a super, super deep wide receiver draft. They've got some weapons and they have tons of cap space and nice draft picks, generally speaking. So okay, you're good. The reason why they've jumped so far ahead is the position that the other teams are in more than anything else. The Bills are dead, are second to last in available cap space next year. We already thought that this could feel like kind of like the end of their opening window before they got to kind of like reset and reconfigure. Okay, so that makes them a problem. Cincinnati, I mean,
1: I understand. they like, will be back in a conversation. They Rich.
2: will, but like the victory laps at Cincinnati Bengals, people were taking a tour be like, nine and eight in a down year without Burroughs. Like you were five and five with Burrow. Are we pretending that that's not part of the nine and eight? You you had a five yeah, and Drew. five record yeah, with Joe Burrow. Are, are we
3: pretending? Drew? I wasn't saying. I wasn't not saying any of that. They, I felt like they you were, were calling out Drew. they were
2: gonna have a hard time making it to the playoffs, even yeah. with Joe. Perot they they were not winning
3: anything play. with that defense either. That th- was it was it just wasn't <laughs> happening. I think
2: the obvious weeks. answer is yes. They are a threat in the AFC moving forward, assuming that they have a pretty good off season. Because see, and a lot of it's for the obvious reasons. CJ Stroud is very good. He looks well, in the cold, just I mean, as good I, as I, like the I, you know when I, Herbert was a rookie or when. Lawrence was a rookie, and you had these like big, high hopes. He just hadn't failed yet.
1: I mean, even the Colts. Now, I still think there are major question marks still with Anthony Richardson. He played in so few games. He looked good in those games. Don't get me wrong, but just like I don't think you can definitively tell me next year that Anthony Richardson's going to be great. But there's a chance he is, right? And so, if that's the case, the Colts are ahead of schedule. The Texans are way ahead of schedule. That's why the Jags really screwed up here, man. And and you know they they had a couple years where they seemed to be way in front of everybody else in that division. And now they're not even in the playoffs. Nope. And Calvin Ridley may or may not be back. Trevor Lawrence is not going to fall off a cliff, but he's maybe got to recalculate where we put him in the conversation. Doug Peterson uh, is going to be under scrutiny next season heavily. He already probably is at the end of this season. And so the Texans, like, all of a sudden, the AFC South could be really interesting. And it's another team or two in that division that could become the the third or fourth contender with Kansas City in the AFC The thing is, I think we're probably getting close to somebody starting to fall off on the other
2: end. Miami, Buffalo. Like, I think there's a lot of contenders, right? We'll see. Miami, Buffalo, Cincinnati. I don't think they're all falling back. I just think some of those will take a step back, and the Texans will fill that gap, which means the AFC is still a nightmare. Every year moving forward for the next decade, just based on quarterback talent alone in this division, because you and I still agree on the talent level Justin Herbert still possesses, if they do get the right coach eventually... They will be a bigger problem than they've been before. Look, I don't worry about the teams that don't have a quarterback. I don't worry about the Raiders. I don't worry about the uh, the Jets moving forward, depending on what, you know, like Aaron Rodgers is only going to be there maybe a
1: year. Yeah, but for for next year, though, right? I mean, the Jets could be a factor next maybe. season. Say what we will about Aaron Rodgers, but, like, I, I do think if the Jets had Aaron Rodgers this year, they would have probably snuck in as a wild card team because they ended up winning. I mean, like, they would have been right How many in the games picture. Did they win? Six or seven? End up winning seven, didn't they? Seven games still? Hold on. Let me double check that. That was just my guess. I don't even uh, want to 7
3: call, and 10. I don't even want to call them a threat, but l- if if the Broncos do cut Russell Wilson and they pay him all that money and they draft somebody and say they're, I don't know where they're picking exactly. If it's Jaden Daniels and Jaden Daniels is looking really good. I, I, not that they'd be a legitimate threat, but I think they might be a team to keep an eye on just based on how they finish the year. Sean Payton restarting. If they if they find... Pick 12, by the, the way. R- oh, e- even better for them, I guess. If they, if they get a quarterback who's a rookie and they actually get it right... That might be something to watch just in terms of where they sit in terms of the contention for the playoffs. Maybe not winning the whole thing, but with a coach like Sean Payton and the defense playing better, I I think – the only, that might be something to keep an eye on. The it's funny, Bron- the by the is- way,
1: Broncos and Raiders both finished with the same winning percentage, which is funny. You and I had a bet; they both finished with the exact same win percentage. Oh my god, I forgot about that bet, dude! Both finished with four seventy one winning what percentage. a waste of a bet yeah, for us. We got through a this void. whole it's a season. bet.
2: We made this That's before the season, and we should just give Drew the money. <laughs> here's Here's the cash on I, mean, I don't need wash. it. I'm not it's even. Okay. Yeah,
1: just record wise and all. Yeah, four, 70, oh 471 win percentage. Unbelievable. After all that, but
2: unbelievable.
1: The Broncos switching to Stidham just screwed it over at the The end. The only the only thing
2: I'll say about the Texans is they got to prove it for a second consecutive year. Not just because of Stroud. We've seen a lot of people do the year ahead thing.
1: I know, but he looks take a couple
2: of years to recalibrate and then be be bad. Yeah, there's a chance as a team. There's a chance as a team
1: that they you know they don't take the huge leap. But CJ Stroud has already shown me I think enough to like. There's a difference when you watch someone like oh Justin Fields is making progress. Like okay, no no no. You watch CJ Stroud. He's fun to watch. He's electric. That arm is ridiculous. And it sure seems like from a leader standpoint, D'Amico Ryan is is the real deal, too. Uh, it doesn't equate to winning a Super Bowl next year or something like that. No, 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 But they they look like they got they nailed the draft picks. They nailed the quarterback. They nailed the head coach higher down in Houston.
3: Will Anderson had a really good Will year, Anderson too. I mean, also I probably how finish, he's
1: going to finish second, if not win, defensive rookie of the year.
3: Yeah. Very impressive,
1: and Will Anderson.
2: People really questioned their draft day. Boy, were they! They wrong. nailed the By last way, two
1: years of drafts. Yeah. Actually,
2: CJ Stroud single-handedly got both a GM and a head coach fired in Carolina because they had to go through a whole season watching their guy, who was fine. Like Bryce Young wasn't just a little bit like Justin Fields. It's not like there's no potential there. And but the, the
1: big question we don't know, like. If Bryce Young was in a better situation, you know, the same situation as Houston, could he be succeeding in the same way? I don't know, right? Probably be doing somewhat better. I don't. CJ Stroud might just be better than Bryce Young, yeah. but also Bryce Young's situation just flat out sucked this year.
2: Yeah, it did. They traded away. I mean, they just didn't
1: have anybody. I'll
2: give Bryce Young another year if that's what it takes. Oh, of course but- you. Ha- I mean, of course you have to.
1: It's not. I don't think it's fair to judge Bryce Young yet. That's whatsoever. like the Josh Rosen.
2: Every once in a while, you just know. Yeah, but,
1: oh, saying Josh Rosen that. though is a little. That's a little tough no, on, not, on our I'm guy not, Bryce Young I'm there. I'm at, not there uh, yet. That's a little that, tough. That, that is rough.
3: I'm not there yet. Who in the world are going to get the coach there? Like who? Nobody wants that job. It's more one of those. That's one of the worst Well, jobs. well I'm offered it, so I'm going to take it. And who like maybe that, the Dolphins OC? Yeah, who knows.
1: Does Carolina need a first-year guy or a an established coach? Because there's some situations where you're actually would rather your organization get a, a first-year guy. Like if I'm the Commanders, I actually would rather hire a Ben Johnson first-year guy than bring in an established head coach. You just had that with Ron Rivera. Go yeah. for it. Go go shoot your shot and, and get the next up-and-coming head coach. If I'm Carolina, I might have to. I mean, Frank Wright was just the vet, you know, quote-unquote veteran. Yeah, it's just going to be interesting. Frank Smith makes a little bit of sense in, in Carolina, so we'll see. I did decide to look up their stats. Whose? Uh, Bryce Young's versus Josh Oh, well, it turns Roses. out someone's is going to uh, be uh, a little bit better. Uh, I still think Bryce Young uh,
2: not, not, is going to be a little better. Not much. But he's a little better. A little better. 11 touchdowns for both in their first season from yeah. a passing touchdown perspective. Uh, 14 picks for Josh Rosen, 12 for Bryce Young. Okay, They're only 200 difference in passing yards. Bryce Young gets the edge, and he had 100 more rushing yards. So he had 300 total more yards and two less picks. Not as better as you'd
1: want. And he lost his head coach at OC in the middle of the season.
2: Yeah. Dude, his circumstances. I don't remember what Josh
1: Rosen's circumstances was. It but wasn't were, great either. but No, but... Alright. Like yeah, was that Vance Joseph the head coach that year? Yeah. For Rosen? Yeah. One and done? Yeah. yeah. Trash of the day. Alright, let's go to Atlanta for this one. So we all know post-game now that Arthur Smith has been fired by the Atlanta Falcons. But there was a little interaction after the game in which... And the New Orleans Saints ended up blowing out the Atlanta Falcons. And this thing was in control for much of the second half. Derek Carr actually finished the year playing pretty good football, believe it or not. 48-17. It was 41-17. And the New Orleans Saints went into victory formation, as you normally would. Now they were, at the, they were at the one-yard line. Victory formation. Out of victory formation, they got Jamal Williams a touchdown. And so because of that, once it became time to shake hands, Arthur Smith was hot. He was cursing at Dennis Allen and the staff, calling it BS, Bush League, all this kind of stuff. Like, what are you doing, right? And normally, and I don't like Arthur Smith anyway, normally I'm like, hey, man, stop him. Figure out a way to stop him. And then you realize they ran a fake play out of victory formation. That's a little messed up because normally Uh I'm like, just stop him. But it gave us some thoughts from Jameis Winston after the game, because it turns out that the team went rogue, that Dennis Allen did say, kneel the ball, victory, right? they he says, victory, victory. That's the formation. And the team took over. Listen to some of Jameis Winston's answer. <laughs>
0: Well, I apologize to D. A. Yeah. because the play was was victory. Yeah. Uh, but I also explained to D. A. that it was a team decision, yeah. Yeah. and uh, and I think when you have the a team morale. And I asked the guys, I say guys, like, what do you, what do you want to do? Yeah. We know how much Jamal means to this team, and and I understood from DA's perspective, so I, I, I give him that. Yeah. Yeah, but D. A. didn't condone that at all. Yeah. You know, he, he didn't. However, uh, we decided as a team to do it, and man, we got an interception to the one yard line. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like. It, yeah. So if if if, if we would have scored, would it still would have been disrespectful? Right. You know. So uh, Tyron wasn't in on it, wasn't. He? No, Tyron was not not in. But <laughs> no, uh, like it was it was a, it was I an offensive I mean, team I mean, discussion. Uh, it, uh, it. However, when you when you return the ball to the one-yard line, and you have the opportunity. We just had the opportunity, and, uh, and we decided. Do you think it's the kind of thing, though, that is forgotten fairly quickly? or You know what I mean? I, I think it should be forgotten, especially when the score is already 41-17. Is uh, so I, I don't know how, how much worse it can get. Uh, <laughs> but I have a ton of respect for Arthur Smith.
1: He goes That's on from the there. best part. Again, it's I,
2: already 41-17. I don't know how much worse it J- can
1: get. <laughs> Jameis is great. And I, I would say 99.9% of the time, I've told you, like, this isn't middle school football. You got to learn to stop a team. The only reason why on this one I can understand Arthur Smith slightly, even though he stinks, is they did it out of a victory formation. And how many times do we give crap to the defense when a team takes a knee and all of a sudden the defender still is running full steam? We're like, oh, that's Bush League, right? We call that. Sure. So then an offense running a play out of victory formation. Is a little messed up. So this one I hear a little more than normal because 99% of the time, I'm like, hey, you got to find a way to stop your opponent. This one was a little sketch.
2: What does it say about Dennis Allen that they're like, hey, victory? And they're like, we're not doing
1: that. Yeah. Just overriding yeah. the head coach. Like,
2: we're not doing it. Dennis, we're not doing that, man. We're sorry. D A. It off. was a team me decision. Me right.
1: You're telling your head coach it was a, <laughs> team a team decision. decision. I'm That's in charge the of the part. team.
2: What are you talking about? The look on his <laughs> face when he's like, dude, it was 41, 17. I'm not really sure it could get much worse. The disrespect of that comment is so sweet. And look, Arthur Smith was being a baby about it. Again, like, he sucks. The, the him huffing and puffing. And, you've had plenty of chances to win, dude. The last three years in which you've helped shape part of the roster in which they've taken three consecutive first-round picks on offense and Kyle Pitts and Bijan Robinson and Drake London, your offense stinks. Stinks. You had your shots, Arthur Smith. So now you're going to complain because you just got your ass kicked for four full quarters, just because they ran up the score on you one time. I feel like the moment too, eh. where people
3: lost a lot of respect for him, anyways. Before this, as well, was when the media questioned whether Desmond Ritter should be the quarterback. He said it's ridiculous for you to question. And then the and then very next, him. he benched him. <laughs> didn't do anything
2: to stop him, you
3: know? It's not like I know Victor Formation.
2: You're
1: not really thinking you need to play. Defense. That's that's the only reason why it's a little.
2: <laughs> so what, dude? It, but it didn't fundamentally change anything, you know? I'm surprised it didn't lead to a fight.
1: Oh, Arthur Smith, I think, wanted to fight after the game.
2: <laughs> it, was, it would have been his last moment. I mean, that would have been. I really appreciate the moment just because of post postgame. Well, if James you have is... a chance, go listen to the full three minute, four it's minute great. locker room postgame stuff. It's phenomenal. Jameis
1: is always incredible when you put a microphone in front of him. I mean, honestly. Yeah. Most honest guy will say whatever's on his mind. He's phenomenal.
2: By the <laughs> way, the snow has started here at Odyssey.
1: Oh, it Kansas has. City. Okay. Here oh, we yeah. go. We See have you. switched from Winter rain 2024
2: uh, to snow. The official weather update right here at Odyssey. This one particular square of the Uh. universe. So if you just happen to be near our office building, it's
3: snowing a little now. Mm -hmm. Is it normally like this in Kansas City where Christmas passes and then it starts to snow?
1: Well, again, we had a mild December.
3: Sometimes it snows in October or November. Yeah, we, had, we had a
1: mild December.
3: Um, so the way it tends I to be just, in Indianapolis is it, it doesn't snow all the way up until Christmas. Then once January and February hits, that's January when January and February can be I mean, bitter. It still is yeah, January and February winter.
1: can be bitter. It usually, I mean, like, that's what we were joking. We have a group text where Carrington was talking about our, our playoff beer event on Friday. He's like, it always snows during that. I'm like, well, it is January in Kansas City, and it happens the same time of the year. So there is always a decent chance that of does it seem snowing in the month of January in Kansas City, it turns out. It does seem plausible based on that, yes. That's trash of the day right here on Cody and Gold. Up next, though, we continue our NFL playoff coverage, which, by the way, is brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eat, drink, scenic views. We'll get right back into what we now know, which is the Miami Dolphins coming to Kansas City. Call from mom. Answer it.
3: Call silenced.
0: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy Chiefs Kingdom. This is Mitch Holtus and welcome in to the Chiefs Red Half Hour on Cody and Gold every day at 1130 on your official broadcast partner, the Chiefs 610 Sports Radio.
1: It is the Chiefs Red Half Hour here on a Red Monday brought to you by the Xfinity 10G Get a Reliable Home Network so everyone can work stream and game at the same time. Well, we know now the Dolphins coming to Kansas City going to be cold, 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 cold for the Miami Dolphins, which like we all wanted Pittsburgh to come here, but the slight edge you now get is to uh coming to Arrowhead where it's gonna be miserable in Kansas City and a Dolphins team that's awfully banged up right now. The Chiefs, by the way, three and a half point favorites, if you were already wondering, looking ahead a little bit to what the uh, the books are saying about the match of The Chiefs uh were, started sorry, one and half. a half. Yeah, one and a half point favorites very quickly got bet up to three and a half. The total for the game keeps dropping due to the weather, due to the to uh, And let's be honest, dude, the fact the Chiefs offense is not what it has been in the past either. So that's where things are setting up for the game itself. But, like, yeah, we're all watching last night's game. And, yeah, I was feeling good for a little while. Go Fins. I was like, all right, here we go. Maybe
2: we're going to get a little uh, Mason Rudolph instead. I mean, obviously, there's no reason not to root for that. If that's on the table and the possibility, they – I can't believe that they – the Josh Allen screwed up that many times in that game and they never took control of it. Cause eventually Josh, like Josh Allen still had a better game. Oh, than some great play play it. Still, yeah. And he made some phenomenal throws, especially in the second half of that game, because that's the full Josh Allen experience. I mean, right. I mean, that's the Josh Allen experience. That's so yeah. He was, makes some the whole bon- game. Yeah. He makes some bonkers athleticism that you're like, wow, this is a lot different than things I'm used to seeing. And then he makes some like, Oh dear God, what have you done what is happening here situations. My initial thought with Miami is this is still a matchup that favors them. And if they were able to beat them on a neutral site on, you know, like uh, under non-ideal circumstances, shouldn't I think that they should be able to beat them at home? Now that Miami, if the two teams, if you looked at them, who do you think is more different than what they were then?
1: Good or bad? It's easily Miami, man. Easily. Injury is a big part of that.
2: The Chiefs are almost exactly the same. The only difference from when the last time they faced Miami is, Rasheed Rice is a significantly more productive player than the last time they faced Miami. Other than that, the Chiefs are about the same. Still can't score very often, still have an elite level defense, still are doing things about the same. Miami is worse, just worse during that time. They're not playing as good a defense. They're hurt in key areas. They're not as explosive offensively. They're not playing the same way or with the same ability as they were before that game. Like those two teams since this moment, they are a little different. Miami's significantly more different than the Chiefs and worse.
1: Yeah, it's just Bradley Chubb is hurt now. Jalen Phillips is banged up. They also suffered another injury or two last night. We'll see. Will they have Jalen Waddle available? Again, going to have to see as the week goes on. And so yeah, the Chiefs should be favorites, and they are in this game. And I understand the Chiefs are a flawed football team, but the advantage you get in this matchup is uh, you you can have those flaws. And I do actually think the Dolphins are one of the few opponents now in the postseason where you can make mistakes yourself and actually still win the game. I don't think you can do that. Buffalo you, made like five of them, six of yeah, them. Yeah, exactly. I mean, when you, when you look at the next week, if you're looking ahead, yeah, can you do that against Buffalo
3: or, the road? or
1: Baltimore? Probably not on the road. But against Miami, like, I don't think that, like, this is not a game where, the, to me, the Chiefs have to be perfect, which is a great thing. I, I think there will be other, if the Chiefs win, other playoff matchups where like, hey, they might have to be perfect in terms of protecting the ball and things they haven't done all year. I don't think that's what they have to do on Saturday. I would prefer it, sure. If they if it's they, easier it's, it's easier less stressful if the Chiefs don't turn the ball over against Miami, I do actually think they roll. That's but they don't have to be perfect against an opponent like Pittsburgh which we thought for a while or now that we know it's Miami.
2: I will say this, the this is the this is the biggest oversimplification that I hear from people, not for you for one game. That's different. But the biggest oversimplification of the Chiefs' chances to go to a Super Bowl and win it again are if they simply just don't make mistakes offensively, they're going to win the Super Bowl. And while if you just generally throw that statement out there with you, I don't disagree. I just want to ask you a follow-up to that, which is have the Chiefs for two consecutive games this entire season played mistake-free offensive football? No. Matter of fact, not even close. It has it's been a blowout in that department. The mistake side of the team has won 17 consecutive weeks, 18 consecutive yeah, again, weeks.
1: But that's again, that's the benefit. Like they don't have to be perfect against Miami, not against Miami. And then you'll worry about if you tell me that they somehow were perfect and got to Buffalo and beat them. I think we'll worry about what happens in the AFC title game. When we get to the AFC title game, first things first, right? And and I, I do think they're in a great spot to take care of the dolphins. The weather certainly doesn't hurt. I, I think defensively time and time and time again, this year, this defense, I don't care whether the opponent gets off to a good start or not. This defense has shown, they're the real deal. They can lock down any number one wide receiver. They already did it once to Tyreek. Tyreek's a little banged up right now, too, with an ankle injury. And as I said, Jalen Waddle's going to be a wild card to, to figure out uh, if he's available. If, if suddenly it's just Tyreek, how much easier it is. We mentioned how for teams playing the Chiefs this year, how it's been easy to key on on Kelsey. If it's just Tyreek Hill in a passing game, way easier Look, Miami's a great running team. They're going to have some success. We saw they saw success the first time. They, they tried Chiefs. to get off the edge there uh, against Buffalo, and it worked for three quarters last night. And then Buffalo made some adjustments and made plays when needed.
2: The Chiefs, I mean, and that's the other thing. That's how they got up 21-0 on the other one, right? They got up 21-0, and then all of a sudden it's, you know, you can't use the running game as much. Raheem Mostert was really effective against the Chiefs in the first matchup. He only got 12 carries. Why did he only get 12 carries? Cool, because they couldn't keep running the ball. They had to put it to the air. And if you're right, if, if for some reason Jalen Waddle can't play and we don't have any evidence about which way that's going to go just yet, I mean, I, Legereus need there is no... Like, remember I just said, like, we've got 18 weeks of evidence that the Chiefs can't get through a game mistake-free? I also have 18 weeks of evidence that ain't nobody scoring on Legereus need, yeah. That people aren't putting up numbers on him. That some wide receiver's not going for 190 against them. I understand some of this will always still be Can you make sure Miami doesn't get the big play against you? Because for like last night, for the brief moment, we thought Miami might win that game. It was right after h Hand had a massive run in which I think ESPN's score probability model put it at 0.5% to be a touchdown on that run. They can do that to you, which is always a fear with Miami.
1: Now, one thing we are going to have to watch here that could have an impact on the Chiefs' side certainly is going to be the health on this offensive line. And Wanye Morris dealing with a head injury, concussion, right? And we know just the timeline and protocols. And it's a Saturday game. This injury happened yesterday. I mean, it is just based off of trends. It would tell you unlikely, I think it's a nice way to put it, uh, at this point that he's playing on Saturday. Not impossible. I will say unlikely, just with timing. And so Donovan Smith's been out for, what is it, five weeks now with a neck stinger? Yeah, Is he coming back? They, I think, are going to need him to play left tackle on Saturday, man. Well, I, a, I, I don't I, think you can clear concussion. That, that's what I'm saying. I just, think it's I just don't think the time's going to work out for Juan A. Morris. Donovan Smith when he was healthy, was serviceable. When he started getting a little banged up, and then they ultimately benched him, that's when he started looking like the left tackle that was in Tampa last year that struggled. If he's healthy, then I actually think he'll be serviceable in this game where, again, there's no Bradley Chubb on Miami's side. But that's going to be the question. I mean, if if somehow Wani Morris and Donovan Smith can't go, then you got some serious problems on your offensive line. Jawan Taylor did go back in that game yesterday, so that was a positive sign.
2: How about Creed Humphrey playing a little right guard? Right
1: guard. Well, Joey Cooney flexed out to left tackle. They had to.
2: Well, they put, and I was like, why at first? But then it makes sense because Blaine Gabberts had the same practice squad center the entire time. They're like, well, let's not screw that up. You yeah. can just do that. Which is funny to me that Creed would kick out and play right guard for a huge well, majority the thing of the game. With
1: these, these games, even though they felt like a preseason game, there's not 90 man rosters. So, like, starters have to play when you only have a 53 man roster. So, like, yeah, Mahomes and Kelsey and Pacheco, guys like that didn't play and Sneed most of your offensive line has to play in these spots just because you don't have the preseason size of a roster. Yeah,
2: like when you go back to the Wanye thing, I do think that there were a lot of people that just wanted to, you know, be like, oh, he shouldn't even have been on the field. I'm like, you know, of all the positions, I hate to say this, that's the one where you know, even when they're benching everybody, the offensive linemen are going to play. It's just Mm -hmm. you don't have enough physical bodies in order, like you said, to play it. But it's concerning because... Donovan Smith, like we just talked with Waddle, Donovan Smith has shown no signs of playing for some time, Cole. Well, I mean, I been a long time. When he initially got his neck, his, his, when his neck was injured. Yeah, neck stinger is i rem- been describing it. Yeah, I, I remember us being like, Wanya had a nice game. Oh, he's going to start. Now we can find out they got him for the future. Neither of us were planning on Wanye just starting out the rest of the regular season because Donovan Smith couldn't get back on the field. If there's a time to get him back, because then what is it? Do you do Juwan Taylor left? Did you do Joe Tooney? Like?
1: No, I think, I think Joe Tooney. That's, if you told me both Smith and money were unavailable, I think they would do what they did at the end of the game yesterday. Joe Tooney at left tackle? I think Joe Tooney would actually have to flex to left tackle. You're telling me with all the issues Jawan Taylor's had, you want to mess with moving him to left tackle? No, <laughs> hell no. Not particularly. No I also way. don't want it
2: because then I'm screwing with left and right tackle. Yes. Why the hell would I do that to myself? No, Why I think, not just mess with one? Like, I'd rather mess with left tackle and left guard.
1: I think emergency scenario is what played out yesterday, and that's what would have to happen if for some reason Wanye and Donovan Smith couldn't go. I actually think they would have Tooney play left tackle, have Allegretti play guard, Trey Smith hopefully good to go, and and he would roll with that. I guess. Joe, but Tooney's that's... a stud though, man. Like that, that guy, he's been an all-pro for a reason. I mean, he's I mean, seriously, just to just to be able to bump out for a game. I, I still don't think like you, could, you know, oh, he sure. should have been the left tackle for 17 weeks. That's not my argument. Although I know some of you argued that in the offseason. But for him to step in for one game if needed, and certainly did for a half a game yesterday or whatever it was. That's so impressive to just be able to go out and play left tackle after not playing left tackle all year. And playing it like a handful of snaps
2: when you were in like college and like the three he took when there was the injury. Remember when we had to have this conversation about Orlando Brown Jr. in the emergency situation? My fear always, here's the problem with offensive tackle injuries as close, is that I just get like Tampa Bay flashbacks. Sure. Like, you know, like we're all of a sudden, if Joe Tooney's got to start an entire game at left tackle against Miami, I'm like, oh. The one good thing about them is, who the hell do they have left Not many on guys. the edge?
1: They got a great D coordinator and Vic Fangio, but they don't have like do their, they their, the their pass rushers are all hurt.
2: So if they've got to make it do for Miami, I think it's okay. If one, can't get past concussion protocol before either the bills, or I guess it would be Cleveland the opposite or, would be Cleveland. Yeah, it's probably the bills. <laughs> it's probably, um, the bills. yeah, most likely. Yeah. But if they then they've got a much bigger issue. And I don't know that they can cover it the same way. Or we start running in these Tampa Bay games where the pressure is so great that Mahomes has to play Hero Bowl. And anytime it turns into Mahomes has to scramble for 75 yards and he's just running for his life the entire game, I very rarely feel like it works out for them.
1: Yeah, then you're talking Raiders game or Bucks game. That's who that two of the worst performances in.
2: Yeah, like the, the Texan earlier said, years. we were talking about this. Like, hey, they played imperfect against the Raiders and couldn't win at home. No, they didn't play imperfect against the Raiders. They played one of the worst games, the worst game I think I've ever seen them play. Those are different. Imperfect versus like just absolute garbage to me, or just like different standards of play. They were they can't beat anybody if they play as well as they did against the Raiders. Oh well, yeah. I mean, that's the one NFL, of the NFL—they lose to the Panthers. Like the worst well.
1: Mahomes performance as well. I mean, obviously, you can't have a your worst game in your NFL career and think you're going to win playoff games. I think we, I think we understand that.
2: Yeah, I just don't. I just, I just don't think it works that way. I'm, I, but yeah, I, I'd be lying to you if I said I wasn't, um, and, a little bit nervous.
1: And about don't it. forget, I know we have got some more text on this as well. The game is not only on 106.5 The Wolf Saturday. It is on Peacock. But if you're in the KC Metro, right, and you can find out if you get 41, KSHB 41, it will air on that. So it's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. Are you still There was the... a lot of panic immediately.
2: Sure. If anything, if you hated the exclusive Peacock game, you should be thrilled. The, the Chiefs the got Chiefs it. Are on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then you don't have to go find Cowboys. Who do they take on the red one? Uh, Packers. Packers. You don't have to find Cowboys, Packers. No, for, like we King
1: know Cowboys. we have listeners outside of the KC area that yeah, live further sure. west. I get it. I get it. You're gonna have to, unfortunately, unless you already did it, you know, sign up for the 5.99 for one month and cancel it.
2: Someone say they they're, uh, they were smart enough they got rid of the uh, free trial situation. Uh, I think the I, last I, time around it was available, t-
1: right? I don't know if the free trial is available still or not. Nah, that's smart. I mean, I can't. I mean, I signed up for it for the the, the Bills game that they had a couple weeks ago, and and the then fu- I canceled it, and it's valid through this coming week. Free trial or, or the six bucks? I did. I just did the six bucks. Yeah, I just paid the 5.99. There wasn't a free trial at that time that I could find. Just moved on with your life.
2: I just I understand you hated it too because we all understand that it's this is the the reason why we don't like it for football is this is the only sport that is accessible to everyone pretty much under every circumstance but I I got bad news if you are hopeful that this is not going to continue it's not it's because they're the o- they're the only sport that has this and I get it part of me is kind of tired of it because like we go with this to the world's so I'm like. Well, put the game on the TV. I'm like, you can get the games right now. You can get Royals games right right now. Like it it's not hard. It's an app, you pay for it. The games are there.
1: Yeah, I think It's the, like I, I don't
2: know, to, like I know that you don't like paying for like it's like a broader complaint about all the streaming apps. I get, but it's also just like this goes like the we talk about the stadium like uh with uh, billionaires funding it. This is the way it
1: is. Like I you know like mean this, people can't complain, right? But it but also, you know, at some point it is it is reality. I will say this broader streaming conversation, we all cut the cord, or most of us, I shouldn't say all, most of us cut the cord. And now, because of all these apps, you add it all up, and we're not far off from if we just would have kept the damn cable. How much is cable running these days?
2: Somebody on the text line nine one three five eight six seven six ten. Yeah, text Anybody still it, got uh, cable. My, my I want what the is, cable bill
1: is for a couple hundred channels. My guess is they're paying one hundred and thirty plus dollars a month in some cases. That's just a guess, at least. Um, and then again, they're still having to pay Not for YouTube a peak. TV. I want to know like yeah, what you know. I have YouTube spectrum TV. Spectrum cost you? Yeah, already. no, that because YouTube TV is cutting the cord. I'm. I'm yeah, we're we're talking about cable cable what, cable.
2: like a box plugged into your wall or whatever wasn't they do a,
3: now. a skipper whatever his name was from ESPN saying that eventually it's going to be like the Super Bowl you're going to pay yeah, it's going to be pay-per-view pay view, yeah, yeah. you we'll boxing i don't know if they'll yeah. ever go that far
1: uh, yeah someone says it's not having to pay for your lo- it's having to pay for your local games that sucks again if you're in the local market you you're not to. paying for peacock just like when the chiefs were on Thursday night football you weren't forced to pay for Amazon Prime when the chiefs were on it you watched on i think it was on KSHB 41 as well it's for those of you that are outside the KC market. I get Woo. it, but we're talking about just the KC market. Someone says they're paying $197 a month. <sighs> Text below, 913. I'm at like 200 a month, but that includes
2: all the movie channels. Could be down to maybe 120 without them. Someone says Dish is 117 a month. I mean, I'm not that high. Is on that getting spectrum you spectrum 180 a I month? Mean, I'm not that. I'm not that. I'm not quite that high on all my streaming. No, services. I
1: want the cost though of the cable. Yeah, if that includes your NFL Network and your ESPN as well, not like just basic channels cable.
3: Or Red Zone, right? Like you might have Red YouTube Zone, TV man. and you pay for Red Zone. How much do you guys think do you pay for those subscriptions? Like, I'm, I was just trying to think. Yeah, well, we've I mean, gone yeah. through this. So, I mean, obviously you have your base YouTube TV, which could be like 85 a month or yeah.
1: 74.99 a month, and then. Um, Right now, I Prime. still, I still, I get Netflix free through my cell phone service, fortunately, and I get, I'm lucky, I get HBO Max or Max, whatever it's called, uh, through my internet. So I actually save on two of them. I don't have to Can pay you get Netflix for free through T Mobile. Yeah, nice. Yeah, <laughs> and then through AT and T internet, I get Max. So that saves me money on those two. So I guess the only one I I've been paying for at times is ESPN Plus. Whenever there's something I actually yeah. need on there,
3: so you're probably you're dropping hundred dollars.
1: Yeah, that's little probably about, little me. over A little over 100. I'm probably like 100 bucks. They're about 115. I mean, so. based on this, it's not like I'm paying, you know. Someone says you forget that you're paying for your internet to be subscribed. Correct, but also if I had cable, I would still need internet in my house.
2: Yeah, so I guess that's the question. Like right. the people who are saying, hey, it's 180, is that cable and internet? Because then it's a different conversation than between the streaming sites and my my internet. Maybe right, I am paying You're going to probably
1: have high speed internet in your house either way.
2: Yeah, I'm just saying. If it's cable and internet bundled together for $200. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, between your streaming services and internet, you're probably not way off of that, depending on okay. which level of internet you're
1: getting. They're saying cable and internet. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. A little bit different.
3: Little bit. Different. So it runs about the same then.
1: I will say, like no. this honestly, is like, probably yeah. this is like just like, I don't get paid to say this thing. I love YouTube TV though, man. It, <laughs> it is. <laughs> you don't it's get great. paid to say uh, this. It's, great. It's so good. It's the multi. I honestly love. It. I should have switched a long time ago. It's been phenomenal. Wait
3: till March Madness. <laughs> You'll yeah.
1: Well, I might be at the sports book for that one. I might go to the sports book for these March Madness games. Mm. That's gonna be incredible. Like the
3: sports book here at, at Hollywood Casino. Yeah. Should we just be doing our shows
2: there? You want to sign up?
1: I think there's a chance we might do some shows during March Madness. Yeah, we'll have to TBD on that. But yeah.
2: Go out there, play some bets, make some uh, bad decisions.
1: Yeah. I had a good I had a good weekend. Not quite Pete Sweeney level, but I was texting with him. I, Pete Sweeney brought me some good vibes. I had a good little weekend betting. Mm. Good so way to wrap up the regular season. Bit? Yeah. He's still doing very well, by the way. What, if the streak continues uh-huh. after Friday? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow.
2: Well, he's an unstoppable. I had a machine. good little
1: weekend, but yeah, Pete's still about a week plus run here. He got it while you can, man. Take take two weeks off. <clears throat> he's hot. Gotta write, cash. write it till you till you miss the bet. He's hot right now, though. Just End of the regular season on a good note in the NFL.
2: By the way, if it makes all of you feel better, there's like maybe 40 people who have texted in about their cable and internet prices. You're all paying about the same.
1: Everybody's in the same boat. No, nobody's getting ripped off. We're all paying about the same. It's How stinks. much do you pay for internet? Uh, I don't remember. I uh, still think I'm paying a little more than I should. Just saying. I, I think, I, so I'm paying are you tied to after it? taxes. Yeah, I'm at my apartment. I can't switch. Okay. It's the only same provider with, on and, um, pay like I apartment? pay like 90. Oh wow! Now
3: look, I'll say no
1: problem. It works great. No problem. Yeah,
3: it's well, great I internet. I don't pay that. Much. But that's we, what we I'm saying. We pay seventy.
1: That's with that's with fees and everything. Uh, yeah, because my base rate, month. my base rate is like seventy. But then you and your concierge trash service. They're really, oh, really—it's ratcheting I, I already up got a an email that they're not picking up trash because of the weather. Um, yeah. Wait, so yes. Wait, so
2: all for this concierge? Ra- now they're telling you they're not even going to get be, it?
1: Let me be clear about this. I did not choose to get valet trash service. Okay, it was for It I call it concierge, which sounds it, even even more pretentious. It has been forced upon us at our apartment complex. Eventually, we'll be. Right now, it's like free, and then when here in about a couple months, they're going to start charging us twenty five dollars a month. I will gladly walk to the trash compactor, but I have no choice now. So I might as well use it if I'm paying for the service. Yeah, that's true. But they already sent an email and said, due to snow, there's a good chance they're not going to pick up.
2: Mm. I asked my wife, by the way, because she would know uh, quicker offhand. We pay seventy dollars a month for Google
1: Fiber. Yeah, I'm getting screwed on me. Although I get I get max for free in there. Yeah, uh, you know. If you're subscribing to it, not so bad. Yeah. Although, uh, yeah. Okay.
2: It feels like you're not getting Max for free. It seems like you're just (laughs) you're just subscribed to HBO Max. I swear, I'm not subscribed. It says it's added in. I gotta be honest. It seems like the add-in is
1: just
0: your subscribe.
2: Sounds like it's good marketing on there. It
1: sounds like it's good marketing. We're giving you Uh, Max for free. Yeah. We also raised your rate fifteen dollars. Correct. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, This is one thing we could all relate to: the cost of cable internet. You know. And streaming Everything's services. Everything's more
2: expensive. Now the snow's coming. you got to go to the grocery store, Gold. You can't be hitting up Chipotle if there's well, five inches of snow they could, on the ground. Chipotle
1: could close tomorrow. So, you know, you never know. So, like, yeah, I, I actually have to go to the grocery store. This is true. I have to buy some stuff that I can make or warm up at minimum, you know? What do you do when you actually have to cook? Do you just
2: get, like, uh, you just get like wings in the air fryer?
1: Oh, I thought you meant actually cook. So, if it's just frozen stuff, that's easy. But, like, if I'm actually, quote, unquote, making something, ba- I'll make something basic. Like, I'll do, sp- I'll make spaghetti or something. You know, something basic that I can do. When you like, add some meat to it? Like, brown some meat? Or you sometimes. Just, like, it depends literally- how lazy I am. I
2: was like, are you just literally cook noodles and pour the jar of sauce <laughs> I've done that plenty. Because th- I don't, I yeah. gotta be honest, I don't think that technically qualifies yeah. as making dinner. Yeah, <laughs> it's so it's just <laughs> it, those two things.
1: I told you, if I need something quick in a pinch, that's what, uh, that's what sure. I would do. Um, no, or, like, I'll buy stuff to make tacos. Like, again, quick, easy stuff. Yeah, I'll buy some taco. You know, I'll buy some ground beef so I can make tacos, and buy some taco seasoning and shells, and I can I can even make that quick and not screw anything up. You just get, like, tacos the sound amazing tacos. right now. By the way, I'm hungry. I'm hungry. Thank you for that. I don't
2: think we can ask anybody to drive in this weather. To I'm not asking for there.
1: anybody to give me anything. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I'm not, I'm a, You're just stating that tacos sound
1: good. Uh-huh. That's it. All right. Coming up next here on a red Monday, we'll get right back in to the chiefs in particular, Chris Jones, who got himself some extra money yesterday and tonight. Don't forget. It's a huge game tonight. We have national championship.
0: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours.